What's up, party people? Welcome back to the 28 Days of Self-Love. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today is day 11, and today we're talking about embarrassment and shame. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like so much fun? I'm so excited to talk to you guys about it. The good thing is that this hopefully will be an uplifting talk and not one that reminds you of all of your embarrassing and shameful moments because, you know, your girl is definitely somebody that remembers things from like 10 fucking years ago and cringes just as hard as if it just happened. So if I do that to you today, I sincerely apologize, but hopefully you get a couple tips that will help you, you know, overcome it in those situations and in the new ones that are bound to arrive. Hate to break it to you, it's inevitable. And unfortunately, embarrassment is a feeling that is just as normal as happiness and sadness and anger and all of the other things. So that means that we do have to know how to feel through embarrassment just as we do those other feelings. I think that that was a very big turning point for me and I know I've talked about it here on the show before is being able to feel through all the emotions I have compared to trying to like get rid of them and suppress them and they have to die. Like I would try to shove them away so bad that I was hiding them from myself and would never come to terms with them enough to appreciate what they taught me and grow from them. I just, you know, allowed the con- the feeling to continue to take a toll on me, but never actually addressed the problem and learn from it. The connection between embarrassment, shame, and self-love is your ability to or to not identify with that embarrassment and shame. How much are you going to allow that embarrassment and shame to take a toll on how you view yourself, who you think you are, how you continue to present yourself in the future. Are you going to just let it go? Are you going to say, oh shit, that sucked, but uh, whatever, and just move forward? Or are you going to dwell and become anxious and allow that embarrassment to turn into shame? I want to give you guys a few things that you can try when you start to feel embarrassed or shameful. <laughs> And start to allow that to make an imprint on how you are viewing yourself. The first thing is convincing your brain that it is not as big of a deal to everybody else as it is to you. You are the only person that sees it as detrimental as you do. Nobody else is fixating on it like you are. Nobody else probably will even remember it in time. And maybe they will. And if they think about it, it's going to be like, a oh, that person did that. Remember that? And then move forward. The good thing with that is that hopefully you won't know it's happening. And, you know, whatever. It is what it is. The real truth, though, is that even if they did think that, it would be something that they thought and moved forward from. It's not something that anybody is dwelling on or thinking about or fixating on the way that you are. That is actually a scientific fact. That's not just me telling you that. That is something that is proven by science. It's called the spotlight effect that you think that the whole world is focusing on you. They did some sort of, there was an experiment that some scientists somewhere did that they had somebody put a shirt on then they had a study groups guess how many people noticed the guy in the shirt and the guesses were much higher than the people that actually noticed the shirt 
So if you have to tell yourself something like a mantra, like we had talked about yesterday to get your brain to realize that it's not that big of a deal, just tell yourself science says it's not as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be. With that too, another thing that I want to point out to you guys to try to not do when you find yourself in this embarrassment, shame sort of feeling is making it a bigger deal than it is. Don't apologize a ton. That's something that I had a bad habit of was apologizing all of the time. Make this whole production of it because you think that if you acknowledge it and you're like making fun of yourself and like, oh my God, did you see me? It was so funny. I can't even believe that that happened to me. It was crazy. I just blah, 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 blah. And you're talking about it and whatever else. You are making it more prevalent in other people's minds and you are making people think that it's a bigger deal than it really is if you would just acknowledge it maybe if you just said like oops and then moved on everybody else would move on too but the more you dwell you're bringing it back into people's minds or let's say something embarrassing happened to you and you you know are reminiscing on it or something or you're telling other people about it you're only bringing it up to more people and allowing that feeling to continue on for longer. When I was in junior high, our stage was in the cafeteria and I was a part of some club. I don't remember why I was talking on the stage, but I had to go up on the stage and announce something. And when I got off the stage, I, of course, fell down the stairs. And junior high is like, you know, the fucking armpit of all schools everybody just rips you a new asshole and you also are just like the most insecure little being you could ever be when you're in junior high at least that was my experience and I remember just like laying on the floor for a moment because I was like oh my god I cannot believe this just happened to me and the gym teacher saw it and he was like get up you're drawing more attention to yourself and I remember when he did that he said it kind of aggressive and I was like even more upset about that because that's not what I was trying to do but he was right if I laid there I was drawing more attention to myself do people think I was dead did I knock myself out you know what I mean so like if you would just get up and say oh shit and then walk away you know, nobody else is really going to focus on it either. The other thing with that, too, is that I would walk away and I would tell people throughout the day because in my brain, everybody went to the next class and told everybody what Sarah Rittendale did, which did not happen. But I'm thinking the whole school, the whole world already knows. Might as well just tell them myself. And I would go to class and I'd be like, oh, my God, I just fell down the stairs. It was crazy. And then now I'm telling more people about that happening and more people are becoming in the know of the thing that embarrassed me, allowing me to continue on feeling embarrassed in front of more people that I didn't have to feel that way in the first place. I bet every single one of you can think of something embarrassing that you did at one point or another. And I seriously can't think of anything embarrassing that anybody I've known has ever done. Like, I'm sure maybe if I really sat here and thought about it, I guess, but like, I seriously, genuinely can't think of anything that it was like, oh my God, do you remember when X did this? Like, you can remember something from yourself, but you don't really remember anything from other people because you're not worried about other people. You're so worried about yourself. You don't have the brain capacity to fucking remember that kind of stuff. So, 
you're not alone in that. Everybody operates that way. Everybody's only thinking about themselves and they're not fixated on you remembering the embarrassing or shameful shit that you have in your life. You have to find a way to change the channel in your brain. You just have to move forward and kind of focus your attention somewhere else. You know, it might continue to pop up into your brain. That's what happens to me. Like I'll be completely doing something else and it'll be like, hey, bitch, remember when that happened? Hey, bitch, I remember when that happened, though. And I cringe every time. But you just have to find a way to try to focus your energy somewhere else and not fixate on it because when you fixate on it that's when it turns to shame which can be really easy to do in small situations sure but in like bigger situations I remember I remember when I was in my last relationship that I was cheated on a lot I was always really embarrassed about it and I allowed that to become my identity just like this person that can be treated poorly and that gets manipulated and is made out to be stupid and then because you start to identify with that and put that into your own brain you start to think that everybody else views you that way too like let's say you're somebody then comes up to after you're out of the relationship somebody comes up and tries to flirt with you and your friends are like go do it go flirt with them And you're like, oh, I know I'm an idiot around guys, but, you know, I got this, guys. Give me one second. I'll try. You know, like I can't. That's maybe a great example. But if you get what I'm trying to say, you're bringing attention to other people to think that you are that way when they probably don't think that of you. You think that of you. And that's why you have this long term shame that you're experiencing. And really, it comes down to not even being about the embarrassment itself. It's not about the event that happened itself. It's the feeling that you have of embarrassment that is causing this issue with yourself and your ability to love yourself. Because sure, you think of the event and cringe, but it's the feeling that it gives you. It's the feeling that you have now decided is a part of who you are that allows it to continue on to shame and self-hate. Love yourself enough to understand that all that was, was the feeling of embarrassment, that it was something out of your control, and that what now is in your control is how you are going to respond to it. Allow yourself enough self-love to move forward, downplay it, and the worst replay is in your own brain. Nobody else's. Tomorrow, we're going to be getting into body image, which I know is such a major piece of self-love is our physical self and being able to love our physical self exactly as it is. So I want to dive a little bit deeper into that tomorrow. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that coming out tonight at midnight. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast. And you can follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. I'll talk to you wishes tomorrow. Bye, guys.